<laughs> what? I'm going to pass out from the heat. It's not that bad. It's bad. It's just a little warmth. It's That's only all. 110. It's, just, it's a, 110 <laughs> is not 100. Wow. Oh. Maddie just bent over and gave me just an amazing cleavage shot. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am now ready to start a show. I have seen boobs. <laughs> boobs We're are good. Done. Thank <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's the end of the show. <laughs> that is our show. No. Okay, let's start the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that? (laughs) That's a dying call of an Uncle Creepy. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts. Hello, perverts. I'm Kathy. And, and I'm Abyss. <laughs> that is exactly <laughs> how Abyss sounds. And I'm Count Boogie, and this is show 55. Oh, oh, Kathy. Oh, my. Oh, Kathy. Oh, the show is older than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, everyone staying nice and cool? No. Okay, so. Sa- even Satan from hell thinks it's hot. <laughs> Satan, how you doing over there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! This is this is absolutely Satan's like happy place. So uh, to our preferred podcast listeners, uh, yesterday uh, in the San Fernando Valley, North Hollywood, at Threshold, where we record our lovely show, um, we've had kind of a little heat wave that just came out of nowhere and decided to murder everybody in uh, Southern California. Yep. And the temperature today is, was 111 degrees at its high point here. I believe so. I don't know what that is Celsius. You'll have to get your own little converter for our friends in the UK. Because you're done converting I time zones done, and everything. I am done. Fucking done <laughs> converting time zones. <laughs> it, it's fucking hot. So um, I walk into the Love Lab yesterday, and I'm like all excited because you know I moved out of the motorhome, and and I'm just like, yeah, I got it. And the best, the best part of this whole thing is central air, and the the office studio that we have has central air, and it blows through magically, and. And I, I, I mean, it was like tearful, you know. It really made me happy. And uh, about a month and a half into being here, yesterday I walked in and I'm like, why is it 90 degrees in here? <laughs> the, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> you have to sit here and fucking suffer with me. I have AC in my place. Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> you're a dick. I am. So, uh, yeah, the 1971... Uh, air conditioning unit that's up on the roof finally uh, took a crap and as low as my rent is there's no way that's going to be fixed so so it's about 95 degrees here right now in the love lab feeling sexy though isn't everybody (laughs) (laughs) that's freaking me out Satan feels very 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 sexy is there anyone in the chat room Satan yeah how many people are in the chat room besides me Six. Ooh. And if you add another six and another six, that is the sign of me. <laughs> Thank you, Satan. Oh Satan, what do you got on Potato Mayhem for us? What's going on, Kathy? What is this? What do you mean the return of the annoyingly bad rap? 
to nobody cared. I just want. I thought that there would be like an outcry and people would go, "No, bring back annoyingly bad rap. We want to hear it." No, it's been a week, Kathy. We we didn't hear. Maybe one they're person. maybe they are developing no. the resistance. Maybe they are putting together the really? the whatever those survey. You know, what do you call it when it's like you fill out a thing and you want something back? A poll. Oh, a petition. Thank you very much, Uncle Creepy. <laughs> they are starting the petition. <laughs> Uncle Creepy just painted us a tablet sad face with uh, spears in the eyeballs. All right, so fine. Annoyingly bad rap is officially gone. Fine. You yeah. win, Kathy. Are you happy? That's yes, I am, actually. And so is Abyss, and uh, we thank you for that lovely gift. Well, the good news is, is it was moderately uh, not dying in Threshold this weekend, and we had a special guest. Yes, we did. Special guest coming from who the fuck knows where, not this country. Somewhere that is a mystery. That is a mystery to yeah. all. Valentine, perverted podcast listener Valentine, who gave us this fine laptop that we put all these wonderful oh, sounds more on. More than that, he traveled halfway across the world, I believe. Just to give, to give us it to us. Actually, he was on business and he gave it. But <laughs> it was great to finally meet the elusive uh, secret spy. And I swear to God, like a fucking ninja ghost, he came in and all of a sudden he's just standing in back and doesn't yeah. say a word. And Comes everyone's in. like, who's that creeper? <laughs> <laughs> who's that total creeper? Put Uncle back. Creepy to shame. <laughs> Jesus. And then he comes up and he's all, hello, it's me. I am, <laughs> I am Valentine. Talks, talks, hangs out and literally disappears. Couldn't say goodbye. Yeah. Just. He's, he's, he's a, the myth. The, the man, man shrouded the in mystery. Legend. It was good to see Valentine. Yeah. What else we got? What is this threshold on Facebook thing? Yes. Threshold is now on Facebook. Very good. Apparently one of our public, lovely publicity chair put us on Corey. Facebook. We yes. love Corey. I love Corey. But, uh, She's a little angry. Well, she has Curry's, right Curry's a little she, angry. She has to deal with you a lot. We're just going to so call her Angry saying. Corey. Because <laughs> okay. she's like, I don't give a fuck. And there's a fuck, and I don't give that either. But she likes dogs. That sounds very much like you. She likes dogs. I've heard you say that, She too. does not. <laughs> like she, people. <laughs> she has no... Well, I know I don't. I have reason. She's supposed to be a sweet, delicate oh flower. She no. is. Corey is a sweet, delicate flower. But yes, no. we're on Facebook, and you wanted to make this... Uh, I want to make sure that any of our lovely Threshold members or attendees or friends who decide to friend the Threshold account on Facebook are very certain before they do that because it will link your personal account to all the kinky, nasty goings on from Threshold. And you want to be very careful about that. We've talked about it at length here on the podcast uh, about how that can fuck you up if you're not ready because you will be you will associated be outed. with you will. that life. Whatever picture you yeah. put here is going there. If you have any picture yeah. of you associated with a kink website or a kink organization, it will cross cross combobula whatever that term is um i don't know what you're saying that was okay. a great term we're gonna put that in the urban dictionary <laughs> along with vagizen oh, <laughs> thank you very much hail vagizen thank you what is that all right oh why did i ask it was one of my shining moments this oh. weekend you know i'm always on perverted podcast trying to find new cool things to say to start our own vernacular our own like little lingo, like PP Zombie. If you've listened to all perverted podcast shows and followed us, you are a PP zombie. zombie. So uh, found a good term. We were talking to someone they had on some special dress, really attractive lady at the club. It was it was it was nice. She was very sexy, and she had this pattern dress that looked like coming out of her vagina was like little sunlight rays. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Daddy was like, "I like your vagina," or whatever you know, <laughs> totally apropos <laughs> thing he says to a stranger. And uh, and I said, "Oh yeah, kind of." And I and I just instantly it came to me, and I said, "Vagizen." It is the vagizen. You're a genius. Check this out. 
So now you're all wondering, what is a vagizen? The vagizen is when you are going down on a lady, it is the view all the way up her body from the pussy. It is the vagizen across the body, which if you've eaten pussy before, how many people in this room have eaten pussy? Wonderful. Oh, oh. Bell's sad. It's okay, pumpkin. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to. You don't have unless you want to. We got Mark right over there and she will <laughs> she will fucking we will saran wrap that fucking so fast. So fast. But for those of you that understand that when you look up and you see all the curves and contours and you see all the different movements and energy and body language, it's a, it's literally an intoxicating, amazing thing to have control from that point of view. So that point of view from here on out is called the vagizen. Of course, for me, all it is is this huge fat stomach that you see. Why you got to self-hate? <laughs> It's the truth. Why you got to self hate? It's the why you got to make truth. it about you. You and I have this argument all the time. I'm laying some truth on you, and you say that I'm getting down on myself, man. Well, it's just the truth. Yeah, but why do you always go for that instead of uh, you know what? saying something? Why like, don't you just a, write out a little script for me, and I'll say whatever the man, fuck you want me to say? Man, the butt hurt runs deep. What? There's no butt hurt. It here. runs deep. Your butt hurt. Your butthole but- runs deep. <laughs> I don't care what. You yeah, say. your face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your face oh, is deep. I don't. You've got a butt face is what you've got. <laughs> We're so mature here. <laughs> oh, by the way, Abyss isn't here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell? If you hadn't noticed, but we are going to try one more time. Okay, Abyss is in uh, another state, and she's doing her fight thing, and it's far away, thousands her, her of miles away. Thing. She's doing the fight thing. she got a lot of fight in her. Where she goes and shoots arrows at people's faces and beats them with sticks. So um, she's there, and literally... I don't know if this is going to work. I there told her go. it worked for a minute. We're actually going to try to Skype her from the. She, she's sitting in a parking lot in her from car. the tent. No, t- <laughs> no tent. She's like in a tent, and I don't know if this is going to work. Wait, it's ringing. Abyss. Wait. It's ringing. It's ringing. Oh. I can't. Wait. No. Abyss. Uh, Abyss. Hang on. Abyss. Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> Abyss. Wow, modern technology. <laughs> We're so modern here <laughs> on Perverted Podcast. <laughs> Mark, can you please text Abyss and tell her that she can do her celebrity masturbation <laughs> challenge next week? She was so determined. Poor this girl. Perfect. We have people in this tell room for the first the time that have never been here that are going, why did I come here? What are they doing? What am I there? doing for this? Okay, so um, no, there's no Abyss. Last chance. It says it's on with her. Okay. Poor Abyss. Next week, she's going to try to... Uh, I miss her. Next what? week, she's going to try to Skype from uh, from her friend's house. <laughs> Maybe that'll work. That was the worst experiment ever. That was ever, horrible. And we've had some bad that ones. That was worse than Bigfoot. That No. Really? Bigfoot was amazing. Bigfoot, Bigfoot was not amazing. was fucking amazing. Oh, for I the love of all that is holy. Oh, no. Look Creepy. Here. Look what I got here. See this? Bigfoot call. You guys ready? <laughs> Come, Bigfoot, come to us. Not come, Bigfoot, like jerk off and fucking throw some Bigfoot spooge on me, Maddie. I don't know. Just be cute over there, and God. I, I didn't think this show could get any lower. Put that thing away. Just another day on Fat Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, that is freaky. The type of things you see on Fat Life will leave you happy, horny.
Enlightened. Or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. Oh, so when you do it, it's okay. <laughs> but when is that not an uncanny impersonation of a bit? Uncanny, yes. <laughs> Un-something, not uncanny. All right. So what do you got? What do we got on FetLife going on? Uh, we have a post by Dark Arrows who wrote something called, What is the King Community's Backup Plan? Unger, can you say Dark Eros in Satan? Dark Eros. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> I can't follow that. <laughs> Dark Eros. He says, Fat Life has pretty much become the center of the kink universe over the past several years. Events are listed here. Friendships are made. Groups are formed. Dates are arranged. And information disseminated. So what happens if tomorrow it's gone? What happens if tomorrow you go to log in and get one of those annoying pages telling you the FetLife webpage name is for sale? What do we do? While the site is great and has its uses, its ups and downs, its pros and cons, all our eggs are in one basket. I don't want it to go anywhere, but if it does, what then? This is, I mean, is this like a millennial thing? Is this really like fucking people are like, what am I going to do without the internet? I'm going to die. I knew that that's where you were going to go. With I this. can't go outside. What's going to happen? <laughs> if what it were gone. The sun is so hot. <laughs> Sponge. Sponge. Oh my Sponge. God. Okay, they're going to do it. Look, squeeze so it good. Sponge. Sponge. It's too hot. It's too hot. The internet's going to die. Please. I cannot believe no. you have someone sponging Sponge. you with ice Thank cold you. Oh, that's towels. That's so much better. That's wow. So so that good, better. get it in his mouth. Thank Just you. Shove thank, it right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I was so stressed that the internet could possibly die that I needed to be sponge bathed by Maddie. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> is that what that disgusting bowl of icy water is? It's over hot, there? and we're dying, <laughs> and we need sponge slaves from here on out. And so, no, I I understand the. It the, would be a huge deal. It's not. It's cool to laugh at and hey we could do it without it but it would be a huge deal i don't think people realize how much of a big deal it would be because we become accustomed to it and that's all it takes when you become accustomed to something and it's gone and he's right all our eggs are in that one basket our own threshold website is not that great we we do more shit on fetlife than we do on threshold.org sure Okay, so if and, it were and, gone, and it would be a massive inconvenience for all I, of us. It's not going to be a Yes, it is. Massive. Oh, my God. It's a massive. I don't talk like that. You just talked like that. What, I, I could, if I wish I had a, the, the sports rewind Come thing. Come here. See, when Abyss isn't here, mm-hmm. we resort to physical violence. Mm-hmm. We need her here. No. No, we don't. Yes, we do. You're just wrong. Creepy, That's all. Would you please sit between us? No. So no. No. <laughs> no sponge. Stay. Stay behind the drums. What did you say? Mark is topless. Wait a minute. Mark, are you topless? Yeah. Come here. I need to see this. Thank you. That is what, topless. What? Your bra's on. That's Get topless. That on. Take the bra off. <laughs> All right. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. The pants are next. Uh, Take off the pants. I'm hot. <laughs> I'm hot looking at you in jeans. Take off your pants. Good girl. <laughs> what? Why does it forget the topic? Fuck the topic. <laughs> Mark's getting naked. Shall I go on to the next one? Does anybody argue? No? No. Okay. Back onto this topic. I personally, uh, yes. Uh, Thank you. Oh, my God. She took off the panties, too. Yes. Nice. Oh, oh, she's Uh, turning around to give us a full 360 view. Thank you very much. We're going to give spankings. 
to Mark. <laughs> what? <laughs> Uncle Creepy's trying to whiff. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark just threw a whiff of her pussy in, uh, threw a whiff of her pussy into Uncle Creepy. And now he's intoxicated. She's standing in Go front back of the to fan. the bed. Oh my god. That, <laughs> this show is already without Abyss here. Abyss is going to just like not listen to <laughs> We're just going to say we didn't record it. No, the, the whole FetLife thing is yes, it's an inconvenience. Yes, we're all very embedded into FetLife, but fuck, man. If you've been on the internet for at least eight, nine years, this is just the way of things. Sure, it Fet is. Life is doing great. I hope FetLife uh, does great. It's been a great service. It's less creepy than a lot of the other places that we migrated from to get to FetLife. What the hell was that? Alt.com. <laughs> Collar me. We yeah. migrated to FetLife. And none of us want to go back MySpace. There. We migrated to Facebook. It wasn't a big deal. Yes, if, if there were if, an alternative and there There are things. alternatives. People will just go to Facebook. Well, the rest There's of already... us rely on it. You're a dinosaur. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm the dinosaur. You're the one that's fucking tits are in a bunch about the fact that, oh my God, if Fed Life died, we would my all die. My tits are in a bunch. Thank you very much. Thank you very I'm much. moving on to the next one. Because you move on. No, this I... Is clearly a hot okay, topic. Okay, here's the thing. Have a plan. It. You know, some people don't want to... To give their emails out to people. So obviously, you're going to lose some of those people. Like, say, if Belle and Maddie and Professor Spanks are all my friends on FetLife, but they don't want me to have their personal information, Who would? guess what? <laughs> if the site, not many, if the site died, then obviously I would lose them, but hopefully maybe they would have the same screen name on Facebook group or whatever we would reconnect. But if somebody is your close friend, Kinky P.O. Boxes, Uncle Creepy writes. Um, then you just get the names uh, of the people that you're close to, and then you move to another group. I didn't there, say that there aren't ways around it and the other things we do. I'm just saying that it, it would It would be, suck. It, it would, would absolutely totally suck, suck. But the whole idea, like, we would be lost is I not. I never said that. You said it would be massive. I said it would be a huge inconvenience. I never said we would be less. But you like to put words in my mouth. I'd like to put something You're else in your mouth. You're not putting anything in my mouth. I'm telling you that you right put now. It up. It's a little, little, little <laughs> sexy. All right. I'm All right, move on. on. It was I'm good, afraid it, it, to go on. It was a good topic. No, I'm glad that, that we talked about this to find out that people just need to, to just relax. It's just the internet. Go outside. Find a cardboard box. Be creative. Yeah, right. That's life, life's, life's good. Be oh. kinky. Make a little cardboard box Suddenly dungeon. Suddenly the cage would be like huge. Huh? Like a refrigerator box? Would you play with me in a refrigerator box? You really would? I will get a refrigerator oh box, Bell. I will go to Fry's or Ikea or whatever goddamn store, and I will buy a refrigerator box like if you play with me. be like a cat with a box. We'll decorate it. I'm, I'm okay. I'll fucking put sprinkles on it. I don't give a shit. You want to come too, Manny? All right. Kathy, yeah. we're going to end the show okay. so I can get... Uh, creepy so can, has something he, he would like creepy, to say. Yeah, you got to go to the mic. Oh, he wants you to, go to, go to the cardboard. The car- yes, he wants to be invited into the cardboard box. No. Oh, no, you can't. Oh, that's so mean. This is a one lightsaber oh, only. Oh, don't you look can look, at oh, that don't face. get feel sorry for him. Look. Look at that, that sad just, creepy face. He's hunching over the electronic drums. <laughs> Can I go on, please? Yes. All right. This next one is by Matt Harmony who wrote, "I don't think you should be Polly." This is towards you, I think. <laughs> he was thinking of you when he wrote this. <laughs> Bigfoot, save us. 
One day Bigfoot will show up and yeah, you'll all be fucking I doubt it. sorry on that I think day. you'll get your cardboard box before that happens. He I says, mean. my partners all became poly for different reasons. Some fleh. For different reasons? Blah, blah, blah. Reasons, some felt pieces? naturally poly. Some were monogamous and decided to open their relationships. Everyone's journey is different. When I read essays about how I could never be poly and it's okay that I feel that way, I think you're probably right. Poly is fucking hard work. It's hard work because relationships are hard work. One is hard enough. Add two or three more. Ridiculously hard. I thought it would be... Don't give me that fucking look. That's a better look. Hey, I like baby. That. that was How a happy looking? look. A big old... Hey. All right. I thought that it would be cool to talk about how we started because he mentions two different things you either feel naturally poly and you just slide right into it or you're monogamous and you decide to open your relationship okay which one were you well if you're looking for the correct answer Uh what i did obviously was amazing um i started obviously because i went through all the the christian preacher crap and Societal, you, oh, I love it. We got to never have air conditioning in here. We you got fucking so Mark distracted. naked. Um, Maddie right now is just like <laughs> lifting up her little jumper pants and like kind of almost exposing. Creepy is taking another. Creepy is trying to. <laughs> she just showed Belle her snatch. Do you have underwear on under there? The world's biggest... Se- uh, what are we talking about? I don't... I forgot. Profe- oh, Polly, yeah. Polly, Polly, um, that's it. So, no, I came from the whole religious thing. <laughs> so, obviously, program monogamy was what I was taught. And then, of course, as a young person, up until the time that we got to uh, program monogamy... Children, children, thank you. <laughs> the time we got up to... <laughs> Well, I mean, I can't talk if she keeps showing half her ass to fucking Uncle Creepy and making little smirky faces, and he's egging her on. Jealous. Trying to do a show. <laughs> I'm easily distracted with uh, badge yes, on the Vajizen. What are we talking about? Third time, Polly. I started. You started with, programmed monogamous. I, I was programmed monogamous, and just it obviously didn't work because most human animals are not instinctively monogamous. Uh, so there was always those conflicts that I was like, oh, I'm a bad, horrible person because I feel that I want to be with other people. And I went through that guilt and shame shit for a number of years. And then I even still after the religious thing and the deconversion, I was still struggling with the guilt and shame of not being able to be monogamous, even though I had a desire to, I sorry i'm attracted to other people other people are fascinating you have personalities and traits and characteristics and talents that are amazing and unique for you and you have amazing unique talents too so i'm i'm talking to different people and even kathy has unique and amazing talents and she won't let me fuck her mouth that's but, true so i think as i gravitated in towards it i really had a desire for it but it took a long time to get rid of the guilt and shame and once i finally did enter into uh, a polyamorous situation starting with abyss and then you know mark uh joined in uh i still had a lot of that old programming so i had to deal with that programming and the jealousies and things that you know still struggle with these are things that you struggle with um so i don't think i'm natch i was like naturally polyamorous like i want my lovers to all you know have 1500 other lovers i am pretty harem oriented Pretty much won all the vag for me. Sorry. You're a vag whore. Just being honest. <laughs> so what about you? 
I, I actually am very similar to you. All, I, I would just call it, I didn't have religious programming, but I, every relationship I was ever in from the very beginning, I didn't understand. My natural inclination was, why can't I fuck this person too? Why can't we bring in more people? And I would, I would never voice those opinions. I would never voice those desires, but it was always in me. There is a lot about the human condition that I makes no sense to me. Sure. And that was just one thing that made absolutely no sense to me. But I was never, I never opened my mouth and voiced any of these desires until I came here to Threshold. So, but I always considered myself poly because when I look back, it was always there. It That was always inside of me. Always. So now what about this whole uh, anti-commercial about poly that the poster uh, starts talking about where they're like, oh, I would never suggest Polly to anyone. If I knew then what I knew now, I probably wouldn't do it. And I've heard this from a lot of people. Well, here's somebody who opened his relationship. He wasn't, he didn't consider himself naturally Polly. Sure. They opened their relationship not knowing anything about it, as he says in the rest of the posts, uh, because back then uh, apparently it was a long time ago and there, there wasn't the wealth of information online that there is now. And so they they went through the school of hard knocks, basically. Sure. And it was it was a huge learning curve and it was not easy at the best of times. So. But to the point, are you at the point to where you're like, if I knew then what I knew now, I would I would still try to continue to be monogamous. I would never want to be monogamous. If I had had it to do all over, I would have learned at a much younger age the skill sets that I need to make Polly happen more smoothly as it is right now I get feelings of jealousy in my head and I I I, this one of those things that as a human being I think it makes absolutely no sense and I wish it weren't there and I'm almost embarrassed to feel that shit sure so I actually will stop myself and say how how do I get out of that loop in my head because that absolutely makes no sense that this feeling pops up that I had I have no control over and this thought comes up in my head and the minute I get it, what I want to do is wrestle it to the ground and say, you're not in charge. I am. Uh, thank you for telling me that that's happening, but uh, I'll take over from here. Thank you very much. I I completely agree. Um, I'm just, <laughs> just had like a little hole, uh-uh. little hole reflection <laughs> in like three seconds. I just saw like 1800 relationships and the misery. Uh, I think, if you're saying you wouldn't recommend something because it was hard, um, that that's not something I'm interested in because any relationship, a monogamous relationship is going to be hard. If you want to make that relationship great, if you want to have a shitty relationship, then you don't work. And that's why the relationship is shitty. If you want any relationship to be great, it is going to be hard. I'm going to have to spend an enormous amount of time finding out who you are and understanding that we have an interaction that we have to negotiate every feeling, every thought, every real thing, and we have to validate each other's feelings and respect each other's feelings and not judge each other for our feelings, but yet try to understand them and move forward. That is all the stuff that happens in any relationship, whether it's one or 20. But we don't know this. We are programmed from such a young age to think that when we find the one or the right relationship, now forget even the one, it will be smooth and it will be easy. That will be the sign. That will be the test that it is the right person for me. That is just the most enormous non-evidence crock of Disney shit you would ever have in your life. Because well, no, it's I didn't true. put it. No, I didn't I'm just no, it. I'm just saying whoever created that myth, yeah, and that's yeah. what's programmed into our head, it's and that's how we fuck up our kids w- by saying your soulmate. You're gonna. Yes. there is a certain personality. 
and they are very low-maintenance person. I know maybe two of them that they're just very laid-back, low-maintenance. They don't really, they're not really dominant. They're not really submissive. They're just kind of like go with the flow. And that's called luck. And that, Yeah, that's luck. And if you get, you have to have two people that both have that to have a relatively easygoing relationship. It's true. You're still going to have to communicate. You're still going to have to understand each other's feelings. You're still going to have to prioritize each other's feelings. Um, but there are certain couples that are a little less mellow. If you have anybody that has any level of creativity, passion about you know anything in life, you're going to have conflict with any number of people because they're going to have their own passions in life and you're going to have different ideological points of view, different things that you have to come to a common ground about. And that is never going to be easy. No, and because nobody ever takes us aside and gives us lessons in how to do that, in how to communicate, we grow up in this Disney mentality where, remember uh, last week or the week before we were talking about my friend who's 25 and she's still a virgin because she has this ridiculously high bar. She believes that everything has to be perfect and she didn't set out to do that that was created for her before she didn't even know that it has been infiltrating her mind since the day i i you know she first was sat down in front of a the television or was read a book and then heard the fairy tale and her all that that we think is is harmless but it, it really is not because it gets in there and before you know it you're 25 you're still a virgin and you think that you're looking for the perfect one and you can't find your way out of this hole that you're in now. Or you're 35 or 45 and maybe you got laid, but you haven't had a decent relationship in your whole life because you're still constantly grading everyone next to this fantasy. Yeah, exactly. And I know so many people that have done that. So <clears throat> as uh, as I may not, I'm not going to proselytize or, or preach anything other than no, fuck you. I am going to oh, preach. God. Polly's fucking awesome. <laughs> Polly is awesome. And what's awesome about it, because monogamy in a lot of people that I've seen, I'm sure a lot of people in this room maybe have experienced and have seen, monogamy has a downside that can support jealousy, possessiveness, things that you will never deal with because you're trying to make these rules that you can only do this and I can only do this in order to protect yourself from ever having a bad or jealous feeling, which in Polly, you have to face head on. And I have become a better human being because of these challenges, because of having to look at myself in the mirror, having to look in myself in the mirror of Mark's face or Abyss's face or anyone I'm in a relationship with where there are more than one person. I have to look at myself, and polyamory has forced me to do that. And as a side note, how funny, the longest relationship I have ever been in my life by far is my polyamorous relationships. I'm coming up on three years with Abyss. She I may, still can't believe I don't that. know if she's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we'll make the three years. She may get sick of me. <laughs> we have our ups and downs. She's going to stay in that tent. And Mark is going to be coming up on, on two years. And that's because we have invested in the work of these relationships. So whether you are poly or not, do the work. You'll have a great relationship. Bam. <laughs> Look at him go. Sponge! Oh, my God. <laughs> I got myself hot. <laughs> sponge. Sponge slave. Poor girl. Sponge slave. Sponge oh, th- right in the mouth. That's Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's oh, uh, a little bit of a trip. Thank uh, you. Oh, dripping mm. down. Oh, can you get my neck? Yeah. That's good. Oh, that's good. I don't good. want anything. Now the nipple. Oh, oh come on. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she feather tickled it. Can I just say I'm not going to be calling Sponge because that's now you're sweating that bowl. <laughs> There's the second bowl over there. No, thank you. There's a second bowl okay. over there. Do you need a sponge? No, thank you. Belle, can you sponge Kathy? Oh, no. Creepy's going to sponge me. Creepy is there's another sponge bowl. Sponge me, baby. Oh, this is, I got I to gotta see this. I Although wish I had I, some. You know where I need sponging? It's behind that bowl. So just squeeze. He needs <laughs> paper looking. towels. Get the bowl. <laughs> What? Are you looking at Creepy's cracking Creepy's ass? Oh. You can move the sign, Creepy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like trying to like mathematically figure out. Now squeeze it good. That's right. Squeeze it good. Now come over here and you just sponge Kathy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, right. Oh, she wants the back of her neck. Please. Oh, for the love of all that is holy. Jesus Christ. Mm. That so good. Uh, thank creepy. you. Now, oh wait, my wait. god, he blew on me. Did he blow? Now Creepy into the microphone say thank you, mistress. Thank you, mistress. <laughs> sorry, <Thank> Claire. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, creepy. <laughs> Peer pressure fell through. Well, that was very nice. Oh. We will do perverted mailbox now. I don't think that's a good order. Perverted mailbox. But we fight a lot when... Abyss isn't here. I know. It's kind of, Oh, my God. There's... There's who? Uh, fuck. There's Mark <laughs> moving the sign. It's going to be a lot of fun editing this show. I know. We will never be live. We will never... Where, where's she? Oh, she's taking... Okay, good, good, good. She's being a good girl. She's being a good girl. All right. <laughs> I'm distracted. There's nudity and There's sexiness. A new girl All right, walking around. All right, Busy Bee, our friend Busy Bee sent us another one email. of these things by her friend. That's not. She made friend. sure to say in the email that Jeez. this really is a friend. Boy, you know, Mark, you can't bend over naked in front of Boogie and expect Come on, him Mark, to listen Mark, to over anything there. I said. Over there. Now put your hand, elbows on the table. That's right. That's good. That's nice. Should I just leave? Spread your cheeks for me. Oh my god. Come on, reach back. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right, go back to the bed. You've been used well. <laughs> My life is awesome. He w creepy once. Creepy. Yes. Thank Eiffel you. Tower. That was, that was douchey, but we did it. So what's going on? Busy what did Busy B, B says, a friend of mine used to cut. He posted on Facebook that he misses that release. This friend of mine is also into kink. He correlates the release achieved from needle play and blood play with the same release he used to get from cutting. In my head, I keep hearing myself say, but cutting is not okay. But I can't decide if that's because I've been taught to believe that it's not okay. Is the negative connotation in my head because it's considered self-harm? What are your guys' thoughts on the differences between these two and how they are treated within the kink community? What? What were, you t what were you saying? Maddie Maddie just lifted Belle's skirt and showed me a little panty. I think I am just going to. Can you lift it higher? I'm just going to leave. Just lift it a little higher. Here oh, I go. That's nice. And slow, slow, slow. I okay, could leave and slow. you wouldn't even notice. Lift it up. Lift it up. I think that's I'm good. Go oh, now. now she's just wiggling it. That's right. <laughs> Let's look good. Oh, those are cute. <gasps> Leopard. <laughs> wow. It's very cute. How you doing? You and I got a date in a refrigerator box. So cutting, Kathy. What? Yes. Huh? Yes, indeed. Back to cutting. Do you have uh, an opinion on that? I do not. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm forcing you to speak now. I was looking at panties. Uh -huh. This has been such a distraction. See what happens? 
Look, you want to talk about cutting all day? No, I, I mean, I can start with the diatribe as I'm the cutter of the show. That's why I picked this one, because you are the cutter of Perverted Podcast. The official cutter. The official cutter. Of Perverted uh, Podcast. Uh, it is true. Perverted Podcast listeners know I am covered with hundreds and hundreds of uh, scars um, from self-cutting. In uh, Most of my cutting was done out of distress and anxiety. Um, a lot of it drunk. Uh, back when I was uh, drugging and alcohol, which, by the way, four years sober. Just hit four years sober. Thank you very much. Bravo. Thank you very much. A lot of people that know me know that <laughs> I'm much better. Much better. So, my life is amazing sober. <laughs> people that say that, oh, you don't have any fun, you know, now that you're sober, you don't have any fun. I say, fuck you to death. Really just kill yourself now. You just want to keep drinking. You're just in denial. I've never had more fun in my life by a hundred times. I have more sex. I play with more women. I have more intense relationships. You actually have women sponging you off. I, I mean, have come on. hot women sponging me <laughs> off. I never had that drunk. <laughs> but I cut myself a lot. Yeah. Because I had no women to sponge me when I was drunk. Because women tend to not like to be around filthy, pee-on-yourself drunks. So, just unless that's their nurse kink, but uh, I didn't have those. So, uh, for me, cutting, a lot of it was very destructive. Uh, and then, when I started getting the seedlings and the trees, I cut myself to give my blood to my little pine tree seedlings. So, I could be like one with them. So, then it became a different type of catharsis that I was actually doing something positive for something that I was connected to. Um, I think... I've heard for forever how negative cutting is. Um, you know, self-abuse, self-abuse, self-abuse. There's dozens and dozens of websites to stop people who want to cut themselves or harm themselves or things like that. And I completely agree that those sites need to be in existence um, because it is, it is a self-damaging thing. But I think people, what people don't understand is this is not a suicidal act. Self-cutting is about survival. It is about being so overwhelmed in a moment of depression and angst and not having an out to where you might kill yourself. You cut, it releases endorphins and dopamine, and all of a sudden your body prioritizes the physical pain over your emotional pain, and it gives you a break from that. Very similar, as the Post said, to kink. Uh, you know, caning, any impact play, role play, heavy things can be a very cathartic distraction from your shitty, anxious life. Um, should it be the number one go-to for anxiety? Absolutely not. You have work to do. You have things to unpack from your box. Um, therapy, support, understanding, communication, uh finding other people who have the same things that uh, you go through that have experienced uh, recovery in those things. You have support groups, whether it's, you know, drug support groups, alcohol or codependency, you know, psychology. There's a, there's a lot of a wealth of support out there because the issue isn't the cutting. The issue is why you're cutting. Why are you at that point to where you are so overwhelmed that you need to have some chaotic release in order to get through that? So you're saying it's a matter of degrees, because honestly, I've only been cut twice in my life by someone else, and I would describe it in that way, too. I would say it was an incredible release. I very much enjoyed it. I needed it at the time, and it really worked for me. I would call that positive. Sure. But if it were, you're saying if it were my go-to thing, every time I felt like I needed that release, and I was not healing myself in other areas, and I was not looking for other ways to alleviate that, that pressure... 
then at that point, there is a line that you cross beyond which now it's negative. Absolutely. And BDSM is the same thing. Kink is the same thing. If you're, if the only reason that you are playing is because you want to, uh, it's all about intention. Am I letting someone hit me because I hate myself? Well, then that's negative. Now you're seeking abuse or you come from an abusive programming. Are you letting people hit you because you like yourself and you want to explore yourself and connect with another person? Then that's the positive aspect of kink and BDSM. But it could be a release also. But if you're, I would say that if you're being, uh, the release that you need during kink in that, let's say you're doing impact play and you need it so often that your bruises don't even have time to heal, you're probably going for it too often. You might be harming yourself or you might have another intention or you're just really fucking kinky. <clears throat> like hmm. like to like to do some shiza. I saw that that mark that br- that bruise that was healing on Mark. Mark has a lot of bruises. Yeah. She does, and that was a very intense, uh, cathartic uh, scene for her. And I was the one that called red in that scene. Right. We'll talk about that scene uh, another time because that's actually I don't want to brush over that. That was actually a very intense uh, mm-hmm. moment for me and and for for Mark. Um, the most recent cutting episode, I had gone years without cutting. And uh, with all the current stress or whatever, different things, obviously there was something I wasn't doing in my own life. I, I became very overwhelmed. And I was actually here with Mark. And for those uh, that don't know me that well, I have <clears throat> a lifetime of multiple voices, no attention, uh, whatever, uh my past mental illness kind of kind of stuff and I get very overwhelmed uh I used to get very very overwhelmed and that's where the cutting would come from and it had been a long time since I had gotten that overwhelmed and a couple weeks ago um I got that overwhelmed and usually I don't let Abyss or Mark see that to any heightened level and I start just kind of babbling and talking I don't make much sense I you know I apologize a couple times and it just gets very repetitive and it actually got so bad that I just said, you know what, can you please put on your headphones because she was studying. Can you please put on your headphones and just, you know, not listen because I, no- I have nothing to say. I'm just babbling. And it was so intense and she turned around and I went to the other side of the room and I grabbed a knife and I cut myself. And instantly it was it was better. It was instantly it released and it was better. And we talked about that. And, and you were um, concerned about it. Though. And the question was, was, okay, a cut's going to heal. There are worse things to do. Drugs and alcohol, a life of compulsive overeating. There are things that are going to do. A cut is going to heal. But I had to look at why am I here? What have I allowed myself to get to? What have I allowed stress to get in my head? What have I not, how have I not loved myself enough? How have I not looked in the mirror and where did I abandon myself? But these are things that in the past when you were cutting, you would not I, have asked yourself. I didn't, yeah. Right. So now I can ask myself that. Are you okay over there? Do you want to say anything? You just want to, okay. You got a hand on here. Obviously this is, these types of things are, we all go through them. And that's what's important. The cutting is not the issue. The issue is, do I, do I care about myself? What am I, how, who am I allowing to harm me? And am I allowing them to harm me because of my own insecurities about myself? And at what point do I get to stand up for myself and say, I deserve love. I deserve to feel good. So I don't have to do these things. And if I do, and it's because of a positive cathartic thing, then that's one thing. 
So I don't think the cutting's as bad as people think it is, but it is definitely a sign of things that you have to look at in your life and not be afraid to look at those things, honestly. True. That's good. Thank you for being so... Um, yeah, I just told two chicks that I want to pick up on that I'm a fucking psycho. That probably didn't go over too well. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes honesty. Sometimes honesty. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That was a gift. What that did she was do? A, she showed me her panties. Aww, that was very, that's very so nice. Uh, can we go to something dirty and sexy now? Okay. I can fuck them on an island. I can fuck them on a cloud. I may never get to fuck a celebrity, but in my mind I can fuck them now. Oh, I love that jingle. Did you hear the passion? I did hear the passion. passion. There was so much passion. Celebrity Masturbation Challenge. We are here. Abyss will be doing hers next week all by herself because she did it on her camping trip. Good I for won't her. Tell. In the tent. In the tent. Tent masturbation. I don't know. It was like, like, because there's, I don't, you can't call it LARPer because they get pissed off live action role play because actually it's full contact. So they get real pissed when you call them LARPers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know shit, but whatever they call themselves, warrior fucking Xena, warrior princess shit. So she did hers, I guess, uh, while she was out there in the tent. It was intense. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, creepy. Creepy. That was a grammar pun. It was intense. Intense. See, there's Someone needs to take that, that pad away from Jesus him. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Unger, is there anything going on in the chat room? That's the... <laughs> he has no words. Any, anything? Oh... <laughs> No. <laughs> wow, that's some moderator under. Uh, <laughs> no. Defeated Satan. <laughs> All right, so celebrity masturbation challenges that we say is at the time where you, the perverted podcast listeners, Unger, they can pick our next months or something. Um, perverted podcast listeners, pick a current celebrity for us, the perverted podcast hosts, to have a fantasy about in order to get you away from the porn and use your own brain to create your own sexual fantasies and engage your own sexuality. Yes. Do you want to go first? I don't care. Okay, you go first. All right, well, they gave me Seth Rogen. <laughs> Everybody laughs when I say that. He's a funny guy. <laughs> a funny Good guy. podcast. I thought, it was, I thought it was a guy from Full House, but it wasn't. It was the no. US, UFC guy. He's a comedian. He has a great podcast. Mark, what's yeah. the name of his podcast? <laughs> perverted podcast yes pumpkin that's our podcast that's a good girl can you show me your butt again just turn it over spread oh thank you Aww. glorious thank you okay please go back to the bed i think you're addicted to that I, <laughs> <laughs> God. you're addicted to mark's ass so Seth Rogen. i'm Seth addicted Rogen. to a business ass too but it's in fucking some tent far away okay <laughs> yes, Seth Rogen. What? What are you doing? You just I smoke weed or something? I did. You're like, oh man, I'm so it's high. So, it's so he he does a he was in creepy a, Sp sponge Kathy again. No, I don't need sponging. Thank okay. you, creepy. Okay, go ahead. All right, so he's in a um a TV series called The League, and he plays um, what's going on over there? 
They're taking I photos. He plays a, a really sleazy porn star, and I thought I could go with that. He's always wearing Speedos and flip-flops. He walks around <laughs> the set in Speedos and flip-flops. Like so any had, creeper at Threshold. <laughs> exactly. It's a good look. I had look. this whole uh, daddy fantasy where he sh- he comes into the, my house, and whenever he wants, he gets whatever he wants, and he treats me like a little, little girl, but... He lets all his friends use me. Wow. Yes. And can I just say success? Success? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. I actually was able to come to this one. It was unreal. The creepier and, and the more just degrading it was, the more hot it was. And I was just so fucking horny. That it was long, loud, fucking orgasm. God damn, yes. <laughs> Whenever knew. you pound the desk, I get scared. What? Kathy, that's yeah. awesome. It was awesome. This has been, this is like the ninth celebrity I masturbation normally, I have my spank bank, and it works for me, but every time I get a celebrity, it's just, I can't make it mesh with... With my that fantasies. means you were able to, it took a while, but it you were able to expand your mind while. enough. Yes. What do you, What do we got to do in life? Nothing better keep, than this. Keep trying. That's all we have to do in life. It took nine months. This is a great example to our listeners that it may take a while, but you keep using your mind. I was dedicated to my orgasm. You and you had a great or I, yes. Kathy. I it was swear long to God, I am and it so was intense and it was loud. And I'm like, what the fuck? Seth Rogen and flip flops and speedos, man. <laughs> that, I guess that's all it takes. That is awesome. I know. I am excited. <laughs> I'm excited. You, I have. I. I almost have nothing. No, I, I, I want to hear yours. What yeah, did they I mean, give you? I got mine. What they give you? I forgot. I got. They gave me a, a couple choices. No, Kathy. God damn it! Let's, what? I was. <laughs> I know why you're excited because this is why you started the whole celebrity. This is exactly why because you wanted us to get out of our comfort zone. And even though creepy porn stars was still my comfort zone, I still in the past was never able to make it work. And I had a really good day yesterday. I don't know why. I was just. I was in a very confident mood and i i I just i think that made a huge difference just the mood i was in already oh i love you i go get mushy i am really really that's nope okay (laughs) i'm a little smug gotta admit (laughs) i had a theory and uh it wasn't my theory i didn't i didn't invent the theory that if you keep at something that pathways in your brain will work but this is a fucking yay Sexual science, I am, psychological science moment. God I am rerouting those God neurons in my brain. Do you have a sign for us? If you're not going to share the sign with us. Really? Licking vaginas works. <laughs> have, we got, have we got you aroused enough, Belle, that, that you're ready to, no. to try some vaginas action? I was dying from the heat. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the heat. Sponge! <laughs> Maddie! Sponge Belle! <laughs> SpongeBob. Sponge what? <laughs> I was leaning against you guys spanking yesterday. God damn. Get the other sponge then. Kathy Sponge. My sponge is 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 April Fresh. <laughs> get another get another paper towel. I want to see this actually. This is going to be hot. This is going to help warm me up to my celebrity masturbation challenge. Can you narrate please? What? Narrate what's happening. Okay, so Maddie now is rubbing her nipples and <laughs> That's that not happening. Incre- yes, she just did it. Oh. Look, that's right there. And now, oh, wait, 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 wait. So now um, Belle has turned her neck <laughs> sideways. And now the drip, she squeezed the towel, dripped the water, and now she's leaning into it. A little smiles across her face. And 
Maddie's just being very meticulous about making sure that she's cooled off. Now just now blow on it, blow on it a little bit. Yeah, a <laughs> little closer, a little closer. Oh, that's good. You're not hakaloogie on her, Jesus Christ. You're all. This is my wiping down. Oh yeah, okay. I'm just you know, micromanaging. Oh, now she's doing the chest. Now, oh my God, Belle's pulling her her little suspenders out. open and. Now she's just getting the breasts and in between and oh my god, this is this is and you left the wet paper towel in there. She's now reaching up under her skirt to get. We can sell that on eBay now. Oh, now she's wiping off Maddie. Oh my god, it is a cross towel, sexy wipe. That's, That's right. F- April fresh, like I, I said. W- yeah, whatever you say, man. <laughs> That's cool. Drink Good. from that paper towel, boogie. I will. I'm gonna. That's that's right. Drip it into your mouth. Oh. All right. So, well, what, uh, what were we talking about? So, yeah, Ew. celebrity masturbation. I'm gonna try not to get a boner here. So uh, they gave me Keep some choices. The desk, they man. gave me uh, Jillian Anderson from uh, X Files, which I almost took that. Ooh. Then they said Lisa Lampanelli. <laughs> Which I had forgotten who she was. She's a, a very dirty comedian. She's very funny. She does all the celebrity roasts and stuff. And uh, she's just a very crude, rank woman. And I love her dearly. Not necessarily... Uh, I'd fuck her. I'd Because f- she's funny, you know? You're just like, I, I respect you and, and God damn it. I know right now if she ever heard this, she'd go, thanks. That's exactly what I need <laughs> is a pity fuck from some shithead in a fucking dungeon with no AC. <laughs> Do you know I have my own fucking house with AC, Boogie? Thanks for the pity fuck, you fucking loser. I already said it for you. God damn it. But she's funny. So I didn't pick her. So, um, so, so I took Daisy Ridley. Oh, you just said no to everyone they recommended except for the third and final oh there was a third i didn't know that. was daisy it, it was uncle creepy's daisy suggestion. which that? is a great name for a jedi by the way jedi daisy she is the lead in the new star wars uh series oh. she is uh what what character does she play I don't, it's not daisy. Uh, uh, huh what Ray. it's not it's ray it's ray yeah. well i'm saying it's a great star wars name if it was i know that huh She's not a Jedi. Yeah, but Jesus, she's not a Jedi yet. Tard. God. <laughs> Creepy just looks at me and she's like, she's not a Jedi well, yet. Well, he's it's right. It's a fucking movie. Man. God damn it. My balls are sweating now. Uh, thank so you So anyway, that. so I, I'm like, okay, once again, and I had actually, I didn't, I didn't, okay, I won't blow the ending, which I didn't blow, but um, oh. I, I had one of the most arousing times in this fantasy in my creativity. <gasps> And it's because I had to pull out <laughs> my lightsaber. Uh-huh. You have a lightsaber? I do have a lightsaber. Do you see it? It's glowing. <laughs> okay. I'm not it looking under glowing the table. It is glowing red, <laughs> like the Sith saber. Oh. That's right. Right there, baby. So, Ray and I, her character's name's Ray, right? Yes. Okay. We're on a little skimpy bridge that is literally over a Sarlacc pit. Oh. On, uh, on, that's Tatooine, right? Yes. Okay, on Tatooine. Yes. Satan, you can answer <laughs> if, if you need to. Yes. Yes. So we're fronting off. I'm, I'm obviously the dirty old man Sith, and she is, um, you know, the Padawan or not yet Jedi. 
She's nothing, basically, according to Creepy, but she was something to me. She was a Jedi. And so it, there was, she had no weapons, and, but she had to get across the Sarlacc pit, and it was like one of those ones you can kind of see through the bottom, so you can see the Sarlacc all bleh, like uh, fall inside of me, and I'll digest you for a thousand years with Boba Fett and shit. Bleh. So we're like going at it, and it's like, you know, all of a sudden it's like... <laughs> I pull out my fucking red super lightsaber cock, and then all of a sudden, it's like she meets me in the middle, and I just like grab her, and we start fucking just coming around with my lightsaber and fucking go, and then I'm like, yeah, bitch, you take it, just get in your fucking ass, and I go, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna squirt my Yoda goo all over you, and it's like, oh, she was fucking getting there, and it was hot, oh, get it, oh, and I just had her head, and she was shaking, and I'm like, I'm gonna make this bitch come, so all of a sudden, I pulled out the Saber Hitachi. And then we got it back again and put it right back on her and I had it on her pussy and she was like, woo! She was getting really into it. And it's just fucking going and it's going the red and fucking and the Sarlacc's all blah 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 and she's like, ah! Had the biggest fucking like, you know, terrorist jihad fucking yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fucking orgasm ever and just fell at my feet. In hot defeat. And I looked at her in the eye. And I put my lightsaber away. And I put the Hitachi away. And I allowed her to pass. Oh my god. It's like performance art. Thank you. You should have seen Creepy's face while you were doing that. His mouth was open. He's like... (laughs) Maddie, can you please get on the table? Hmm. On the table with your head that way. Mark, you're going to lie next. We're going to do double spanking. Can you turn up the air? air? We're going to give a little little spanking because it's... Oh, my God. Spanky, spanky. Oh, my God. Is Professor Spanks going to... Are you going to use I'm going to use some some of of Professor... Professor Spanks, go on the mic. Go on the mic. We have a friend from Threshold here, Professor Spanks. How are you doing, Professor Spanks? I am doing well tonight. Very well. Now, you guys make some toys. You make some toys, right? Yes, I... I, I design uh, different types of uh, spanking equipment. Great. And you have a website? No, not right now. Are you just on FetLife under Professor Spanks? Yes, I am. And so if people want your toys, do you have pictures of your toys on your website? Yes. Yes, I do. Very good. And you brought us a thumper to go ahead and try out. So yes. we're going to go ahead and try that out. For it yet. So I'm going to just go thumper over to Kathy. Good. You're going to describe. I am. All right. Normally I try, and you're talking while I'm trying to I'm narrate. I'm going to pull this mic talk because I didn't put on my thing. Yeah. I'm going to need uh, let's put you on. Hang on a sec. Let me get, get on the table. Both you guys lay down. You put your head here, and you put your head here, and just lay straight across the table. Go ahead and get up. Do you get a little snuggy? All right. Hang on a sec. Is the uh, demo mic on? All right. Can you hear? Can you hear that? Oh, All right. Yeah. Very good. All right. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Excuse me. I'm just reaching by your fucking sexy ass. Oh my God. Oh Jesus. <laughs> How do you choose? You've got two lovely asses there. Well, I mean, oh my. There's that one. Then there's that one. And then this one. Okay, scoot up a little bit. Up a little bit. There you go. There. So now we can get the perfect sound. I like how I, I have not held a microphone like this since I since I preached, I don't think. Can I get I, an I, amen? I, I, can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> what do you say? Wait. Thank you, sir. She, said, she just said, thank you, sir. She's like, I don't know what to say. That sounds great. Say it again. Thank you, sir. <laughs> It is too close to your face. Oh my god. So that's Mark's bottom. 
Now then, there were a couple things that Maddie saw on the toy shelf that she wanted to partake of. So, of course, first we have the Green Eggs and Ham Dr. Seuss book that I've converted into a paddle. And these are the paddles that I make. They have a great sound. Are you ready? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Damn. Mark? <laughs> oh, couple more. So now what I'm supposed to do in a box with a fox. In a box with a fox. Am I supposed to say that? In a box. Wait. That's all you have to remember, and I'm going to keep hitting you. You have those two choices. In a box with a fox. <laughs> look at the look of confusion on your face. Where would you eat them? In a box with a fox. Where would you eat them? <laughs> she just giggles. Where would you eat them? In a box. Who would you fox. eat them with? With the fox. With a who? Ah. A fox. A who? Ow, my foot. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> You're confusing the poor girl. I have no idea what's going on. I don't care. I'm just going to let it record and just keep smacking Ow. these people. I think you should try Professor Spanks implement. Okay, thank it you very much. Lovely. Now, here's the... Th here's the th wait. Each, each, oh, wait. Each one has different... Um, Sizes so different sizes so they get nice different thumbs. Well, let's just use this one. So now this is a foam roll around a uh, large wood dowel. It's very light, but I would assume... Ooh, I like that sound. Is that a good sound? Nice. <laughs> I like it because you can kind of retarded beat with it. <laughs> but... <laughs> let's try the other one. You can sell that on eBay now. Okay. <laughs> Now this is a little bit thicker. <gasps> Holy. Do you like that? Yes. Do you like that? Yes. <laughs> she just giggles. <laughs> They're designed for a deep impact. They're designed for deep impact. I like the word deep there. <laughs> Kathy, did you want to spank? No, thanks. Right. I'm good looking. I'm just going to stay here for a while. Now then, she picked something. This is the green one. How's that one? Yeah. Do you like that one? Better. Okay. In a box with a fox. Fair enough. All right, we're gonna a couple more spanks. Couple more spanks. Sponge. Sponge. Oh dear goodness. I have the microphone right on his butthole right now. It's on whose? It on there. whose butthole? The hand. Right on Mark's butthole. This has been the worst show of it. <laughs> okay. You're too excited is what it is. But All right, here we go. <gasps> Ooh, sponging. Do you like that? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Do you like that? Okay, good. <laughs> now your butts are nice and wet. You've been sponged. And now we're going to bring out the Bill Cosby paddle. <laughs> Do Bill the Bill Cosby. Cosby. Bill Cosby. I took Bill Cosby's fatherhood <laughs> album. A book that he had from the 99 cent store. And what we're going to do here is I'm going to spank some butts of some women that I have drugged. <laughs> do you feel high on the drugs? Because the, the prescription pills. Notice the handle. I put the prescription pills all around the handle. And little jello at the bottom. That's because that's what we do. Do you feel high? <laughs> oh. Eat the pudding. Say, I love Joe. 
<laughs> Eat the pudding. <laughs> this is so fun for me. <laughs> Would you like one more, little sexy girl? Okay. One more. Glory to Jesus, eat the pudding. <laughs> everyone, give that our demo bottoms a little hand. Very nice. I think we gave enough spank bank for everyone. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. If you are in Los Angeles or surrounding areas, visit Threshold.org and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to everyone who was here to make this show happy. To Unger in the chat room. Woo! To everybody in the chat room. Woo! To Creepy. Woo! Woo! Uncle Spanx. Woo! Mark. Woo! And our two lovely guests who are Belle and Maddie. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, and ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, God damn it, show 55. <laughs> Abyss come back. Abyss come back. <laughs> this is what happens when it's 95 degrees in Perverted Podcast. So if any of you have an AC or some money, please send it our way. Send it 11300. Oh, oh my God, right now, Maddie is just now tracing her fingers over Mark's naked back. I see goosebumps forming. Oh my God, that looks. Okay, well, thank God, you very much, it, everybody. Uh, the show. We're going to move along. Thank you very much.